Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 1st of March. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Congrats to Kay Stevens. I know that this screenshot wasn't final, and I want to say I feel your pain. We've all had those stat corrections happen. This was ridiculous. John Collins got the block. We all watched the game. I never know what happens. Sometimes there's a whistle involved. I don't know if that was the case here. That was the case the other night. Somebody posted it when they were upset about rebounds. So, like... Sorry, that sucks. Uh, it wound up knocking him down to like a couple hundred or something. But it was a beautiful lineup. It deserved better. The, like, what was that game? It's so ridiculous. Wimbenyama was just out of control. And I didn't have enough of him. So that's why I'm upset about that. And you won't see me posting anything. I did think that was a cool Wimbenyama um, draw by Al DFS or uh, PhD DFS. He's the opposite. I'm DFS PhD. He's the other one. Um, that was a beautiful Wimbenyama card. With a 10 grade. Wow, look at that. The winner last night. Look at that rating. Don't look, don't look at the Sims if you wanted to win $100,000 yesterday. Negative 71% RAROI. Because you know what? What do you think the odds are? Josh Hart plays 47 minutes. Because I tell you what. Beep, beep. Oh, that's been one time this year besides that time. So, I mean... It's not zero, but it's not high, the odds that that happened. It's not a great odds that Royce does that. I mean, I had Royce, so I'm very happy he did do that, but he's not going to go 7, 8x every day. So, you know, we see what happened yesterday. Was there at least, wow, left $700 on the table. That's why it's negative. I'm not, I cannot advise. Let's see what is second place. I cannot, I cannot advise leaving $700 on the table. I mean, in the swap 500, man, I mean, that's my limit. You can do it. Obviously, you can do it. But I mean, that's how you get different. Now, look, you leave 400 on the table, negative 22, also negative, right? I mean, first sim positive lineup. How far do we have to go? I'll just keep going. I mean, it's not going to be, it's going to be for a while. Everything that happened yesterday was weird. Yeah, it's like we're, we're, in the, we're outside of the top 10 now. So, okay, here we are. 11th. So, Maswan, number one. He's winning all the time with the Sims, I guess. So I, well, assuming that they're, that's how they're getting there because they're the first person with a positive ROI lineup. So anyway, I'm just saying that the people who use contest Sims lost a lot of money on leap day. Maybe, maybe the things weren't built for leap day, you know, like uh, computers or whatever. So anyway, they just got this up. You guys are aware if you use Saber Sim, they had the um, no late swap problem for some reason. It took them a while. So I don't know. I, I do know that most of what's the, the top of value looks good, but I was starting to hash into the games and like I was saying stuff to myself. And I was like, I should just tape this. So I, cause I also have to go take my kid to school in like 20 minutes. So I'm just gonna do it one time. I can't do it and then redo it. So, and then do a clean tape. So in case you're wondering what's happening here, what's happening is we're tuning in with Charlotte being 10 point dogs to Philly. I mean, I know Charlotte has looked bad, but Philly has not looked good. So like that's where I'm at with this game. I've immediately gone over to pace and Philly has given up 114 a game. They don't got Embiid. Who is stopping Charlotte? I mean, like, yes, Charlotte is stopping themselves. I'm aware of this. But I mean, look, how many points is Charlotte giving up? I think Charlotte's giving up more points, right? Or are they very slow? 119. I mean, like, what's going on with this game? Why are we assuming nobody can score points? This happens. I've seen it happen a few times. Where, like, if you add up the pieces of usage, you just don't wind up with the team's usage. You know what I mean? Or the team's pace metrics. So, anyway, I just think there's opportunity. I'll probably wind up with a game stack on, on prize picks as well. I'm just massively over, like, 12 points. Is that what I did for Charlotte? I, I feel pretty 
I'm fine with it. Like, I think that's a median projection. Like, I don't understand where you guys, where Vegas is. Vegas is looking at like last fives, I guess, for these teams. I don't know what's going on. Or, or they're projecting by piecewise. Like, like to me, it's obvious those guys are going to get additional usage today. So anyway, I'm going to wind up with more pieces from that game than other people do. And I'm fine with it. I want more Tobias. I want more Tyrese. I'm fine with more Grant Williams. Although let's let's limit that. I, I don't want that much Grant Williams. He's a solid play. Solid plays cap out at 30. I have 26 so far reserved for today. I want to make sure to punish them a little bit for it being not late swap because that takes away about what I consider to be half of my edge. But man, oh, after seeing last night, I don't know if I need to restrict this salary so much to 49.8. A lot of those lineups at the top had a little bit more wiggle room. So I'll go 49.6 just to allow myself the possibility of that crazy lineup. But no, nah, the, the season sample has been pretty efficient. Like that, that's a rare, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't decided. I think I'll go with eight. I haven't, I'm building the rules now. So uh, I, I've not made, I do not think I'm going to have a cap on Memphis today. I'll have individual caps because these guys, let's see how many they got active. Cause I don't think it's, it's not that many. And like some of the guys just never play. So let's look. Yeah. Jemison, good one. Oh, and it's Portland. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you're stacking this game and then you do whatever you want, right? Because these teams, both of them, all the time, blown out, right? Both of them, all the time, every night. That's what you got to worry about. Are these projections even high enough? Neither of these teams is ever running their starters any minutes. So that's what I think I got to do here is go to teams and yeah, make sure Simons is up there. Make sure Grant is up there. Vince Williams, they just haven't had a close enough game for him to have minutes, right? I mean, is this projecting him with, yeah, 34 minutes? I, Yeah, that's probably fine. Okay, so who do I want to move up a little bit? Because, yeah, Aldama in a competitive game, 30, I mean, he, he is going to get way more minutes in a competitive game than he normally gets, I think. He's a good player. He's better than all of these guys. So assuming they're trying to win now. Are they trying to win? I don't know. But I think Aldama is going to wind up being one of my leverages of the slate. 25%. He's like, of these guys, he's winding up like sixth own. Is that appropriate? Let's look at the court IQ. So what's the court IQ like with like nobody on the field for on the field? So yes, I know ball. I know that basketball is played on a field. I don't have court IQ up. Wow. That's crazy. First time for everything. Guy who never ha uh, closes a tab had a tab closed. Maybe the Roto Grinders like update made it look too weird and I closed it on instinct. <laughs> okay, so that's how old men work, just so you know. All right, we're looking at Memphis with like nobody, of, I guess Memphis just in general. Because <laughs> like all the, these guys, most of them haven't even played with, you know, jaw on the court. So we can just take their natural usage rates, right? I think. There's some people missing maybe for them. I don't know. Aldama down here at 34. Yeah. How, where do we have Aldama? 36. Yeah. I think with all these guys off the court, if you give him 36 minutes, you got to have him at least at 34, I guess. 36 was a bit much, but he's, he's probably going to pop his core. How many do we have active again? Yeah. Not that many in a close game. Who are the guys? Cause that's, that's the thing. Like both of these teams are going to be weighted by not getting 36 minutes. Right. So you want to go to these teams and say, Hey, if you get 36 minutes, who smashes? David Roddy, not on this team anymore. Jake LaRavia is Oh, we're sorting the wrong way. Okay, let's sort from the top. Jaron Jackson, what? Is he out? He is out. Wow, okay. Well, that explains what we're doing tonight. I mean, 
I missed that news. Scotty Pippen's out. Lamar Stevens is, I guess, out. I mean, was he on this list? Not on the list. Jake LaRavia, you were down there, but I mean, how many minutes are we giving you? Because if we're giving you minutes, yeah, you're definitely in the, I mean, Jake LaRavia in the mix for value tonight. Lamar Stevens should be a little higher up, I think. What are we giving him for 20 minutes? Okay, yeah, so it's because he's not getting any minutes. But I mean, like, I really can't quite even cross off Lamar Stevens. It's a gross slate. This is all very gross. Yes, I can. I'm crossing him off because we have much, much more solid value. And the upside isn't there. Like Jake LaRavia could hit shots or could do something. Lamar Stevens has to get like four stocks and six assists or something. In it's impossible. I've seen it happen like twice. I, I just can't envision it. So, okay. On the other side, who is not projected high enough on Portland? This is the only game that matters. That's why I'm going to spend a lot of time on this. Click the button and see what it gives me. Because, I mean, what, what else are we doing here, right? Like, I mean, the two worst teams in this. Number, first of all. I'm giving this game more points. What's happening? Like 117 is what Portland gives up. And the, the other team is Memphis. What does Memphis give up? 113. So what are we doing? I just I just don't, the math isn't mathing. People are definitely adding up individuals and assuming that in the absence of those individuals, the other people just will not make up the difference. And that's nuts to me. It's a basketball. These guys are going to be throwing up shots left and right. This is NBA basketball in this year whatever it is, 2014, old man tries to name a year. Okay, so 113 minimum. I think I want to go, just to make my bias on this game clear, I want to go 119 Memphis, 117 Portland. So add like 14 points to each side of this game almost. It's nut. I mean, like, I just have to, what? What are we doing here? I, number one, you can think of it if you don't really believe my pace arguments, which, let's be honest, like it hasn't worked out that much this season. It's kind of more of a metric to bias the games towards the places where I think there's value, right? So in this case, I think Memphis and Portland are already extreme values, but also clearly underprojected, right? So this is just like it's going to help emphasize to the optimizer, hey, this, this game, like, don't do other games. You know what I mean? Like, unless you really, really see something there now. Let's look around. We've got rules. We've got rules we need to apply. So I was about to say, unless you really, really see something, well, I've seen a lot. Okay, I still clicked the filters for Memphis and this Portland. Double check them reporting. I had a nightmare that I forgot to click the button. Okay, so here we go. No. Okay, now here we go. So Rudy Gobert, ridiculous, obviously has more upside than that. Nas Reed, well, they're projecting him pretty well these days. Let's get 44 for... Yep, and Ant-Man also 44, the indistinguishable leaders of the team when they're doing well, but Ant-Man needs to shoot well. Cat doesn't really need to shoot well, but does need to not get in foul trouble. Gobert is just what is happening with his ownership today. I will absolutely have 10x Gobert on no... I, I get it, you know, I'll do 10... I'll, I'll have it be 10% limited just because we have Jemison, we have a bunch of good options on um, Portland... And Gobert is center limited, so that's a real problem on this slate. So I, I don't know how high we'll get anyway. Also, I tell you as a good praxis thing, don't limit these when you go into a building. Don't And also for late swapping, I'll build a late swap video someday when I have time in, in prime time. But um, when you late swap, you should always undo your max exposures and then redo, do the swap and then redo your max exposures because you, you want to you want to run the swap in a world full of people who haven't set your max exposures, but do have the projections that you make. Okay, so now that we've clarified the portion of the phase space of the universe that we are sampling, 
that's the way I think about it. Probably uh, that's for an audience of just me. I can save that for the not podcast. All right. So Minnesota and Sacramento then. Oh, no, no. That's not what we're doing. We're doing the big three for teams. Do we have any other big threes? What's going on with Toronto minutes? They're, they're like, are they still? Yeah, Pirtle. So I'm not sure what kind of minutes they're giving Pirtle. I thought he had regular minutes. Ooh, 27. This might be a spot, guys. Play more than 27, 29. They're itching, it, inching him back in. Uh, I think he might have. Yeah, I don't remember the court IQ for it, but 20, yeah, 29 is more than 27, first of all. And his long-term average, you know, it is 27, but he can be extended. And who are they playing against? Toronto, Golden State. Hmm. Well, can't be making this argument against Golden State. This is the team you would least likely see your big man extended against, even in the case they're smashing. Will not be doing the thing I was leading up to. Okay, uh, so Philly, that's the other team. Philly and Charlotte. The other thing I want to do here besides raising the total is we have, yeah, two massively underprojected bigs. So either one of these guys, Paul Reed and Nick Richards, are not very talented big men. I understand. I mean, who am I to say? They're probably, I mean, what? They're definitely millionaires, extremely talented big men. In the NBA, they cannot get it done most nights. However, against each other, this is like an ideal matchup for each of them. You can't, you cannot deny the appeal of these really bad centers tonight to me. At 0% ownership on a slate, I mean, you're just going to have a smidge. You don't need to have more than a smidge of Paul Reed. You don't need more than a smidge of Nick Richards to maybe break the slate. I mean, wow, 28 minutes for Trey Mann? Is that correct? That strikes me as extremely low. 29, 33, 32. So they're definitely projecting a blowout. I am not. So I'm going to go to a few more minutes for all the mains on Charlotte. 33 um, for Trey Mann. Uh, Tobias is fine. Brandon Miller, that's fine. He's, I mean, 38, I guess, if they keep it close. He's, yeah, 15%. Brandon Miller's, that's fine. If nobody's getting there, he's definitely a shooter. This is an Ubre revenge game. If you're into that narrative, I don't know if I can be. What are his minutes been like? Stats 22, 29, 28, 33. 22, 29. We're giving him 20? What was that? 25. So he could get 29. I can see him getting 29 pretty easy tonight. Um, maybe 30 minutes. I can see him being like a reasonable fringe value. So Ubre at a shooter's value is fine. And I think I'm th I think the same thing about healed, right? Like I know we have much better value on the slate, but pop off like level. Yeah, they, they've got options anyway. Okay, let's get, I did the thing I wanted to do with the bigs. Any other Cleveland, Detroit, I'm fine with that staying kind of far apart. Sacramento being dogs to Minnesota is weird. Strike anybody else is weird. They're, I, like I'm double checking. I mean, do we have a questionable Fox? Oh, okay. All right. Oh, yes. This is the non-late swap slate. So thank you for watching the show. I appreciate you guys bearing with me. It's the first time I've ever done a non-late non swap slate. And so we should talk about it for a second. These questionable guys are huge, right? I mean, like, you must make a call about the questionable guys. However, if you're MMEing like we are, who really cares? I mean, like, last night I played a guy, 15% of my lineups were dead with no um, Yurtsevin. I don't care. It was a fine play. I would do it again. I will do it again. Yurtsevin has played in four of eight games that the, the situation with Kessler out. I didn't know what they were going to do first time since the All-Star break. If he plays 10 minutes, he could be a slate-breaking value with 25 points at min. I don't care. I'm fine with that. Like, in, in garbage time smashing, how many times have I seen Yurtsevin do that over the years? A lot. He's really good. He's trying to make it. Anyway, 
I'll do it again in a heartbeat. And so do I really care if whoever gets ruled out? Number one, we got to look for the let him know tweet, right? That's more important than ever today. Shoot around who cares. Does he tweet or not? That's what matters. We go to Donovan Mitchell, Spider Mitchell. We go over here. Let me just show you in case you're like, wow, if I'm breaking this news to you, congratulations to you. Congratulations to me for getting credit. But every time he plays on the day of the, he plays, he tweets, let him know. And he tweets it. This is probably the latest I've ever seen it, actually, like 2.30 my time Pacific. So check in your phone by like three, definitely by game time, by lock. We will know. I mean, <laughs> it's probably a, one of the early games. No, it's not. Oh, big edge today, right? No, oh, this is yesterday's slate. Yeah, it's going to be one of the early games. They're always on the East Coast, so you never really get edge with the let them know tweet. Yeah, four at four o'clock. Ha ha. Okay, so don't care about that one. Dallas is 430, so we'll probably know something on Luca. So it's really this Minnesota game. And Ant-Man, Fox, whoa, that's fun. That's fun, man. I mean, I don't think either one of them is really legitimately questionable. Let's pop over here to Underdog. Some good, uh, some good recent searches there by my cat. All right, Karis Levert now listed questionable. What? For, for, for today? Oh, okay. Is that on the slate? Uh, I keep, I gotta get that out of there. Uh, yeah, that is on the slate. Okay, so uh, we let them know. It's also, uh, let them know about that. So we gotta watch out for Karis Levert news apparently now. Oh, what I do? I keep losing the, okay, here we go. Life comes at you fast. Okay, yes, yes. Reggie Jackson. Okay, we don't have any other news yet today. That's right, I'm doing this very early. But, okay, so did I click the button yet? No, let me click the button. I've added all the rules. Oh, I got Sacramento wings too. The Sacramento wings, we always split the baby when we project them, and that's not right. One of these wings goes off all the time, and we don't really know who it is, so I like to... Yes, it killed me last game. How many minutes did he even get? He was, uh, 20 minutes. Ooh, I don't like it. He was one for four. Like, does he even get minutes anymore? I don't know. I don't know what happened there. But so the argument is Harrison Barnes has gotten extremely, extremely cheap and has pop-off games still in him, particularly that they do that sometimes. And like, but it hasn't worked out in a while. I'm just going to not force that on the slate. We're not doing the Sacramento rule until it works out. And I feel bad about it. But these guys are fringe values. They're already priced as fringe values. I don't want more Sacramento. You know what I'll do? Here's what I'll do. I don't think the game should be this wide of a spread. So I will increase them individually that way by like, I don't know, making it a pickup. What, what's Minnesota's pace imply the, they will give up 108. Well, dang for once it actually matches the thing. It, it's not making my, uh, well, fine. Okay. That's where they got that from. Well, what does Sacramento's pace imply? All right. 10 more minutes. Sacramento pace implies 116. And that's basically where their other team is at. Yeah, it's a little bit less. So I could raise them each a little, but it's kind of, yeah. I see, I, I do understand how the projections have gotten us here now, but I think I want a little bit more on, on Minnesota in general. And I do want Sacramento to have at least as many points as Charlotte expected, because that's just what I expect. Okay, and then Detroit to be by far the least scoring points on the slate. Makes sense. All right, I like the where I have all the points. No team, like some of these teams, like if you're a bad team playing a bad team, you don't expect a few points, right? Like, okay, that's just my personal view of the situation. Now we click the button. Bing bong. 
And we check in with, uh, let's see, do I have any other tweets or news? Ah, uh, yes, I have responsible gambling plug. I realize like I haven't done this enough, but that it's important. The reason that responsible, number one, this is uh, March's Problem Gambling Awareness Month. So take a second, make sure you're not chasing your losses. You're not chasing wins. You're not raising, you know, every night you should be doing some amount uh, of intentional. I'm probably going to put this in my like uh, my tweet every day, the amount percentage of your bankroll recommended, right? Because like normally when you're doing gambling, you one unit, two unit, whatever to keep to keep a level that number one shows you actually have confidence in something. But number two is a low enough percentage of your overall bankroll that you can accept a large amount of variance and still meet your long-term percentages, assuming you're doing plus EV betting. So there's similar things apply in DFS. And I just want to make sure we're all not, we're, we're doing plus EV things. So I'm going to start saying, hey, I think you should do, you know, like yesterday I did 0.5% of my bankroll. Um, today, because I didn't like I didn't like the competitions, I wasn't going to be paying that much attention. And so I didn't do that much. It's like 60 bucks or something. But today I like the competition. I don't like really no late swap. So I'm going up to like 1% of my bankroll. But when I really like the competition and I really like the the um, the slate, I go up to 2%, you know, so that's, that's your range, kind of like, you know, 0.1 to 2%, depending on how you feel, how much attention you're, I mean, zero to 2%, right? If you can't, if you can't play a slate, who cares? So anyway, make sure you're paying attention to your needs, make sure you're still having fun, right? Like that. I don't just do the, the, you, you know, you're good enough, you're strong enough thing for myself. I'm doing it for you to, to make sure you're feeling you're, you're still having fun. If you're not having fun, don't do this. You know, this is not like, I, I it's a job ish. I'm making money at this. I have to file a 1099, but you know, it, it shouldn't feel like a job. It should feel like you're having fun watching sports. I mean, not necessarily the same as the actual um, sports. Wow. I'm not getting any of those players even after doing all that. Okay, great. Um, but yeah, it's a different fun than the actual sport itself, but that doesn't mean it's not fun. So you should not be not having fun. You, this should still be enjoyable. That's why also I'm always congratulating the winners. If you're not in a place where you can feel that congratulation, and this does not apply if you just got a stat correction, you don't have to feel happy for the winners then. Feel the pain. You Part of healthy processing is just fucking, I don't know, man, going to Chipotle. That's why, I mean, that really is part of it. The the um the thing that, that performatively DK does, I mean, it makes him feel better. Go eat, go eat some uh, guacamole if you feel bad. That's a really, really solid strategy. Make sure you have something like Chipotle, eat a pint, you know, something that's not bad for you. I was going to say eat a pint of ice cream, but I don't want to, you know, that, that could be problem eating. 30. Okay. Yeah. So I'm fine with Simon's actually. Yeah. I'm really fine with Simon's tonight, but I mean like 37, I want to be double the field on Simon's. I want to be double the field on wow. Trey man. That's nuts. I don't understand that. I don't. So, okay. The field's 4% Trey man. So I go 40. That's a bit nuts. I'll, I'll at least 20 Trey man's a great play. And if he's really going to be low owned because of Memphis, <laughs> crap value, then yes, I will have some Trey Man. But generally speaking, yes, I'm playing the crap value. I've done it before. I remember it. <clears throat> I remember how bad Trey Jemison can be, guys. I promise I remember it. I, maybe you fade him lightly is definitely something you could do. Honestly, I don't think 60, yeah, I think 65 is as high as I can go. I think 50% is not the worst thing, just to make sure you have some. Because really, he's he's the mint, right? That's the thing. Gosh, he's gotten so close to the men. You just can't with a guy that's going to play 30 minutes. And what, what am I supposed to do? Guy plays 30 minutes at the men. He's a he's a point per minute guy. I can't. I mean, I yeah. 
the 65 is is already a little bit of a fade, right? So I don't know. I can't go lower. Anyway, so we'll, we'll see how the slate is by the time we get there. But yeah, you know, I do kind of, I can see like him fading to the back with a team that actually is is scoring from actually good players. So if you want to play it that way, I totally see it. But yeah, Jemison, Reith, Goodwin, Vince Williams, Aldama, Memphis guys. You play Memphis guys, you play Portland guys. I don't know why the Portland, oh, the Portland guys are more appropriately priced because they've been playing like somewhat competitive games sometimes. And also they're not missing people. They're not like missing a triple J level guy for them. They still have their... Simons, they still have their, I mean, they're not that great Grant. I can't remember the names of all the guys, but they have their main players, their mid two or mid three or whatever, you know, equivalent of the big three. Uh, okay, so I don't want to really plug guys that are too far down the list, but I do like Maxi still. Garland's fine. Cat's fine. Yeah, you can see what I'm doing. I'm condensing on the games that I have a difference in agreement with the field. So that's why it's important to get that out there because you just saw like yesterday, a bunch of people who had disagreements with the field won a bunch of money. And if they had listened to Sims, if they had run contest Sims that said, you're going to lose 70% of the time, I bet they wouldn't have done it. But, or 70% of your money over long-term, I know it's not of the time, whatever, I'm not trying to imply that. But I am saying, don't listen to contest Sims exclusively. Don't let only positive EV lineups be built. Don't listen. Make sure you understand what are the priors to your contest Sims, because that is the priors to your lineups. And remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Might as well be us.